Welcome to the Big Fucking Feelings Podcast, a show on how to use psychology to process your emotions, train your brain, and deal with being a human. And now, me, your host, psychology major, corporate badass, and certified life coach, Michelle Kevill. Hello, everyone. I hope you are well. And if not, I got you. At least you are here. My name is Michelle Kevill. I'm a certified life coach and I help high-achieving corporate gals just like you to start enjoying a job that you were once very passionate about and that is through dealing with our big fucking feelings. So I wanted to talk to you today about the secret to dealing with people who tell you you're fine and I think this is, I've been waiting to talk about this for a while. So I'm going to give you a whole heap of stuff to really contextualize this and you're going to move away from this being almost like, you know, well, like a secret, you know, a little secret because this does not affect me anymore. So I'll give you like what happened and why this episode popped up. I have a friend who is going through some challenges at work at the moment and then I was just telling my partner about it and I remember my partner saying to me, you know, why don't you just tell her to, you know, just be strong and positive and like things will work out. And like from a coach perspective and just from, from any kind of perspective and from a person who's been on the receiving end of that type of feedback, like we know that it is well meant and coming from the right place, but it is not fucking helpful. <laughs> I feel really bad. My partner's going to listen to this and be like, why are you calling me out on your podcast? <laughs> I remember hearing that being like, that isn't necessarily going to help her. Being told, you know, just have a positive mindset in a way feels, it can feel extremely dismissive of your own feelings. And I think we've all been in that scenario where, I'll give you an example. Say you've had a really rough day at work, like projects were failing, your boss got angry at you, stakeholders are really pissed off. And you come home and you're telling your friends, partner, people how, you know, what's happened and how you feel really mad and upset about it. Like you're venting, like I can't believe they fucking said that. Like I'm trying really hard. I just think I suck. And then you, the response is like, oh, that sucks. But, you know, don't worry about it. Like, it's fine. Like, I'm sure you'll get over it. I'm sure it's just passing by. Like, maybe you should just like go for a run or they'll give you a tip that they think you've never heard of before. Like the run thing. Like, have you just thought of like, like, I don't know if you've seen any of those TikToks where it's like, have you thought of just not being sad? It's like, oh, really? Not being upset and sad about this. Wow. I didn't think that was a fucking option. (laughs) And it can feel extremely dismissive. And I thought, you know what? This would make a great podcast episode because there is, I used to get really upset with my family and my partner when I would hear comments like this, like giving little tips like, oh, you should just do this or, oh, you're okay. And I want to tell you as a coach, like what's going on from their end and why you're internalizing it and how moving forward, you're just going to get totally fucking over it. Okay, so let's get into it. Firstly, the reason I've said this before that you are getting so potentially like really angry when someone tells you to not worry or you're fine is because it feels like a massive slap in the face. 
what you're likely hearing is your emotions don't matter. Your thoughts, your feelings, your perspectives are not real. You're overreacting. Shut the fuck up. And that is likely because of the thoughts you're having in response to that person saying all that stuff. Because for me, that's what it felt like. Having don't worry. It's like the dumbest... (laughs) I still think it is the dumbest comment someone can, I feel, and I don't, you know, I've said this as well, someone can say, because it doesn't make any sense. Like if I couldn't worry, then I won't worry, but I am worrying and I'm telling you about it. And all I'm hearing is this deflection. And that's the next thing I want to go to. When I look at the times when I've said it to someone, it is because I don't fucking know what else to say other than like, don't worry, it's going to be okay. Sometimes it was in almost like frustration and not frustration with the person, but my uncomfortableness with hearing that story and what the person was going through. So an automatic response or a deflection, you know, I'm deflecting that. I'm like, go away. Thoughts and feelings about this horrible story that I'm hearing is you know, don't worry, you're fine. Like that reassurance. Here's the thing, that person, if giving you the reassurance of you're fine, don't worry, it's actually more for them. And that is what I have seen over and over again in my, because I've done it as well. And with other people, when a person is coming to you and they are saying, you're fine, don't worry. It is just them reassuring themselves. They cannot necessarily kind of fathom They don't know what to do. They don't know what to do with your story. So telling someone you're fine is ultimately a defense mechanism. It comes from a good place, but it is said almost to make themselves feel better. Not in a selfish way. Okay, I want to make that really clear because I have done this as well. It's almost like I don't know what else to fucking say. I don't want to say the wrong thing. So I'm going to say like, don't worry, or it's going to be okay, or like, you're fine. Like, that's all I can say. What I alluded to earlier is sometimes it can be just an expression of almost like, I've given you a ton of options and I don't know what else to say. So I'll give you an example. I have heard from clients and even gone through it myself where You're speaking with a doctor going through all your problems. Like I actually had the same thing. I'll give you an example with my, um, so I have an autoimmune condition and I went to my doctor basically being like, something isn't right. Something is wrong. Like everything doesn't feel good. Like, you know, I told them all my symptoms and it was just like, well, yeah, you've got this, like this, you know, you've got, you've got this autoimmune condition, but that shouldn't be causing it. Um, there's not much we can do. Like, like, I, like basically it's all in your head. And I'm just like, what? (laughs) Excuse me. It's almost like, uh, I've run out of options to give you. So I'm just going to say, you know, you're like, you know, the results are fine from me. Like from my perspective, things are fine. I don't know what's going on with you. It can sometimes come from a place of, now I don't know as a coach where they're coming from, but it can come off from a place of either like I've given up on you or frustration. 
I know of other people who have gone to the doctor with their symptoms and, you know, they're changing medications and they're doing all the right things. They're getting healthy and meditation and exercise and things just aren't feeling right. And the expression back is this disgruntled, well, like get a positive mindset. Like you need to be more positive. Which is one time what I had a psychologist kind of allude to. They didn't say it directly, but it was basically like, you know, Michelle, meditation reduces anxiety by like 50%. Like you're obviously, (laughs) this isn't the exact words. And I'm laughing about it now because I'm just like, oh my God. Um, But they were alluding to the fact that it's like, well, you're not meditating hard enough and there's like nothing more I can do for you. So you're fine. And this isn't to say that every person, I don't want you to go away from this and think that every person saying like you're fine or stuff like that is actually being a dickhead. However, coming from both sides, I have done this as well. Well, I have been frustrated. I felt like I've given a person a ton of options and it's almost like, well, I don't, I think everything's fine. Like from my perspective, everything is fucking fine. Like what are you going on about? And these are with minor examples, by the way. This is like with family or something like that. And coming from that side, it's because in my mind, I'm having my own thoughts about a situation or scenario and I'm seeing absolutely nothing wrong. Like I cannot understand. Again, I I can't, I guess you can say I can't empathize with the other person who is telling me, oh my God, like this is really scary. So maybe to break it down really easily um, for this episode, it's like, If you have a small child come up to you, like your kid, toddler, whatever, and they're like, there is a monster under my bed and you're telling them monsters aren't real, like don't worry, you know, it's fine, everything's safe. And it doesn't matter what you say, that kid still believes that there is a monster under the bed and you are just getting frustrated because you know that there's no monster under the bed. There is nothing to stress about and their stress is likely making you stressed. That is literally what sometimes happens because their circumstance or scenario the monster under the bed your thoughts about it is it's not real their thoughts about it is it is fucking real and it's gonna eat me and here's the thing what else in a way do you say to a kid like what else can you say to reassure them like it can get a little bit frustrating it's like there's no monster under the bed you're safe how many times can I tell you that you're fine and again, the kid is likely sitting there like like they genuinely believe that there is a monster in the bed and it's really stressful for them. And it is the same thing when we're hearing you're fine from other people. Sometimes they genuinely just don't see it. That thing that you are saying is super stressful, just to them, they're like, nothing's wrong. You're fine. Especially if you are a high achieving person who basically I would say has like a high level of like they call it like um for me it was like high functioning anxiety I had a really good job I had a partner of like we're still together we're engaged 10 years I have a house I had everything put together but on the inside there was just this low level hum of anxiety all the fucking time around everything I had imposter syndrome I was constantly trying to prove that I was good enough but everyone would look on the outside and be like but Michelle nothing's gone wrong you're fine and I think in society as well we're very external what I mean by that is 
say my like my house burnt down or something like that like it's like oh it's something very overt but when we tick all the boxes in regards to like our health our financial stability like housing all of that we can still be dying mentally on the inside and yet society can dismiss it one it can be dismissed because yeah I, I this is where a lot of shame came in for like myself and some of my clients as well around the fact that you have all these amazing things people have it way worse off than you but you feel really anxious and you have you genuinely have no idea why and the second is going into that this is kind of is what you're going through even valid like everyone's telling you you're fine don't worry and you start to question yourself a little bit like well I do have all these really nice things I'm you know not not physically ill like I don't have any serious disease like maybe it's just me maybe I'm being spoilt or over the top and all of that just creates a ton of shame in essence what I'm trying to get at is when we hear you're fine we hear you're crazy nothing is wrong shut the fuck up here is the good news though you don't need to change them you just need to change your thoughts you just need to change your perspective so one I've given you a little bit of perspective around where they may be coming from, which I choose to summarize in three key areas. One is frustration, like the little kid going up to you all the time and you keep having to tell them, oh my God, it's okay. It's almost like they don't know what else to do. They are genuinely frustrated with what you're saying and they're just like, you're fine. Don't worry about it. Forget about it. The next is different scenarios. Same with the kid. They genuinely cannot understand why you wouldn't be fine. They are seeing all this surface level stuff, you doing all these big achievements and they genuinely are like, but you're fine. I don't see anything wrong. They just, there's just two thoughts to the same scenario, like with the little kid example. And the third is just genuine uncomfortableness. And it's like, I don't know how to deal with this story that you're telling me. So I'm going to deflect and almost reassure myself by reassuring you (laughs) and saying that you're fine. And I've definitely, I'm not going to lie, I've done all three. And the reason I'm giving you this insight is now when I hear it, I just go in my head, oh, okay, this person just has like completely different thoughts on this scenario. This person just doesn't like, they can't see it. So recognizing where they're coming from can actually help you get the power back. Now, this isn't that we just excuse it, but you have control around your own brain and the reaction you have to that. For me and others, just kind of blocking it into like sometimes I would be like, okay, I'm just really frustrated or they're feeling really uncomfortable. That would help my brain to kind of stop going into the whole they don't understand why they're fucking being like this. No one understands who, like what I'm going through. I'm so alone in this, etc. Because what is that go? How is that going to benefit you when you go down into that spiral of no one understands me and I am all alone, etc. It just, br- it just creates a whole tornado 
of emotional turmoil within you. The next is, and I always say this, when this does happen to you, I want you to fucking notice how you're feeling because you likely have a strong reaction because when a person says you're fine, again, it's almost like hearing like something is wrong with you, you are crazy, like, and then you go and you kind of question yourself, you're almost like, oh, fuck, like, it's a whole nother spiral of... I shouldn't be feeling this way. That's why I say it's dismissive. And what I want you to do is just instead get really curious about what you're thinking, all those negative thoughts, and what you're feeling in your body. Let your body have the reaction. Like, go with it. Don't run with it. Don't fucking pour gasoline on yourself and run with the fire and go down the whole massive spiral. Just watch the emotional fire within you just watch it burn just watch it for a little bit notice those physical sensations in your body and where they're sitting learn to process it if you learn to process these emotions when you hear you're fine you will get to a point like me where you don't give a shit I know when I'm not fucking fine and I don't need anyone to tell me you're fine It's like, that's all their fucking thoughts. I don't feel right or something's going on in my mind. I believe it and I will go out and get the help that I need to fucking sort it out. That mindset is so much better than the whole, oh my God, I'm helpless, like something is wrong with me. That's not to judge where you're at, by the way. But if you want to start dealing, like this is the secret to dealing with people who tell you you're fine. This is the secret. And it's how you get, I told, I say this before, your power back. Because of how I had been like socialized when I was a kid. So my family are very much like, if something isn't right in your body, like go seek medical attention, etc. I had that mindset when the doctor said to me, everything's fine. Like all the stuff you're going through, the physical stuff, like it has nothing to do with this and there's nothing we can do about it. If I just believed that, then I wouldn't have like gotten the desperate help that I needed to physically feel better. And that is because I, in my mind, I was like, okay, they're misguided. It's because of their own fucking thoughts. I'm going to get the help that I fucking need because I know something isn't right. And I don't need another person telling me that I'm not fine. And it's just so much more agency from that place. I'll give you a corporate example. Say you have so much on your plate, there's too much, there's too many deadlines and things going on. So you go to your manager and you say, you know, I need help. There's too many things going on. And that manager says to you, well, I don't think it's a lot. There's too much, you know, there's like, it's fine. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. It's not a lot. You can either take that as true. And then if you put that into a model, You may potentially like ruminate, you may get angry over it, you might just be like accepting of it and think, okay, maybe they're right and I'm an idiot or something and like potentially like burn yourself out versus coming from a place of not only compassion for yourself and almost compassion for them, which I know at the start is really, really challenging because you can go and go and be like, okay, this is what you think. 
And this is what I'm thinking and feeling right now and what I'm going through. And I'm asking you for some support, help and guidance and how we can move forward from this. That is coming from a more empowered place because I'm not choosing to go with that kind of, you can say dismissiveness, like, oh, it's fine. Don't worry about it. It's it's almost standing up for yourself in a way. It's like, I hear you and actually... I still feel this way. I need help. Like you may not think, and they're allowed to think that, they may not think for whatever reason, their thoughts and beliefs, that the workload is too much. But I am, and I still believe that, and I need some guidance, I need to prioritize, I need to shift things. I am telling you, this is my capacity, and this is something that I need help with. That is an example of me coming from a place of empowerment, me saying, this is a gap. This is something I'm struggling about. And I need to work with you to either shift priorities, like to come up with a plan so that there's like a solution here. That's coming from a place of empowerment and believing in yourself. You're not taking the you're fine seriously. You're saying, "Mm, I hear you. I respect that. They likely have their own thoughts and beliefs. Again, that is totally fine. And here are my thoughts and beliefs. This is why I feel this way. I'm looking to you for some help and solutions so that I can move forward. That is going to very likely get you a much better result than stewing away, running away, getting angry, really being in the fire, etc. This example may have also given you a whole heap of things like, But what about if my boss is still angry and what, how do I tell the difference between if it's actually out of my capacity versus my thoughts? I actually touch on some of this um, in my earlier episodes as well. So if you're new here, check out some of the earlier episodes, especially around the work stuff. I think it's going to be like, I touch on this in more detail, but yes, the secret to dealing with people telling you you're fine is to just one, understand where they're coming from and to process your emotions in the moment and then be an advocate for yourself which is challenging and seriously if you're new again head check out all my episodes go through this I literally teach you to be an advocate for your brain how to process these feelings start starting to believe in yourself because if you're coming here and this resonates and you're thinking oh my god yes I'm not fine I was you two years ago and if I didn't go out and find this work, I would have just kept on going thinking, well, it was, you know, there's something wrong with me and stuff like that. There was never anything wrong with me. There is absolutely nothing wrong with you either. No one has taught you how to harness your brain and how to process your emotions effectively. And this is the shit that I do. (laughs) And how what I do to teach women so that they can go out there and start to live a better fucking life. Because I thought that there was no other way out. I thought that the rest of my life I was going to be an emotional wreck with all these big fucking feelings. And it doesn't have to be that way. So go out there and, you know... <laughs> give give these a try I remember what I used to do these at first they were really really challenging but yeah have a go at this all right I will see you later bye hey 
Are you feeling super overwhelmed on the weekend? You just cannot stop thinking about work and you really wish there was an off button. Well, you should sign up for my five-day challenge, how to disconnect from work and enjoy your weekend again in a way that actually works for you, not against you. Doom scrolling on social media or binging Netflix, that's a thing of the past. I'm going to teach you a secret that I only share with my one-on-one clients that I'll be sharing for free in this challenge. Over the next five days, we're going to go through why you keep worrying, how to handle the top three most common weekend worries, and a step-by-step guide on how to get you out of anxiety and back into calm so you can truly enjoy your time off. Link is in the show notes below to sign up. We start on Wednesday, the 22nd of November. I'll see you there.